Can you become a prophet nowadays? Where do you sign up? Welcome to the Transformative Duff. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page 38 of Tractate Nadarim, and we learn the divine inspiration comes from being mighty, wealthy, wise, and humble. Welcome to the Transformative Duff, and thank you for being my Chavrissa today. I like to begin with the story. A chassid of the Divrechaim of Sons once approached his Rebbe for a blessing for children. The Rebbe responded that the chassid would be blessed with a baby boy. The chassid was overjoyed. He was so convinced of the immediate fulfillment of the blessing that on his way home he stopped at the government office and registered the birth of a son, Yitzchak. Sure enough, his wife gave birth later that year to a beautiful baby girl. The chassid wasn't daunted. The Rebbe said, I would have a boy. I shall still have a boy. And indeed, a few months later, they found out that his wife was pregnant again. She gave birth to a healthy little girl. For the next five years, they kept having one baby girl after another. Each time, the formerly barren couple was, of course, overjoyed. But the chassid knew that the Rebbe's blessing had yet to be fulfilled. And indeed, finally, they had a boy. Everything was pleasant in the Chassid's home, until one day, 13 years later, there came a knock at the door. It was the Tsar's army officers with draft papers for the little boy. He's now 18, they declared, and he must fulfill his national duty. But then they took one look at the young man and decided there must be something wrong with him. He was clearly of weak constitution. This 18-year-old man looked like he was barely a teenager, and so they declared him unfit to serve. That's the power of a Rebbe's insightful bracha and a chassid's belief in its fulfillment. Let's look at today's Gemara. Rabbi Yochanan said, The Holy One, blessed be He, rests His divine presence only upon one who is mighty and wealthy and wise and humble. And these qualities are derived from Moshe, mighty as it is written, and I took hold of the two tablets and cast them out of my hands and broke them. And it is taught the tablets their length was six handbreadths, their width was six, and their thickness was three. He was wealthy, as it is written, hue for you, from which it is derived, the waste of the tablets of the covenant shall be yours. He was wise, is derived from the statement of Rav and Shmuel, who both say, fifty measures of understanding were created in the world, and all were given to Moshe except one. As it is stated, yet you have deprived him of little of God. He was humble as it is written, now the man Moshe was very humble. Let's analyze the Gemara. While we no longer have prophecy today in the old-fashioned sense of receiving a divine vision, God still reveals himself to those who are worthy of receiving Ruach HaKodesh, divine inspiration. That's why many people seek the guidance and blessing of great rabbis. While we might not all be able to reach a level where we're able to provide guidance in such a grand manner, divine inspiration is something for which we should all strive. In fact, many machzorim include a prayer recited during Kedusha that asks Hashem to provide us with divine inspiration. On a personal level, that inspiration ensures that we see clearly when faced with various choices in life. It's far preferable to be inspired to make the right choice first time around than to have to learn from one's ill-advised choices. Likewise, one hopes that he can offer sound advice to those in his sphere of influence, from children to students to employees. Al-Gamara explains the necessary prerequisites to achieve this heavenly gift, wealth, might, wisdom, and humility. The Rambam explains these qualities as follows. Wisdom means complete refinement of one's intellectual capacity. Wealth means mastery over one's limitless desire for earthly pleasure. As Pirkei teaches, who is rich? He who is content with his lot. 
One person may have millions and still be dissatisfied and, and deny that he's rich, while, while another may eke out a base, basic living and feel materially content. In order to div merit divine inspiration, one need not become an investment banker. He, one simply needs to develop an attitude of contentment. Likewise, he interprets mighty according to our sages' teaching, who is mighty? He who conquers his inclination. Let's examine each of Ram Rambam's applications. Far too many people believe that they have the right to express an opinion despite the fact that they have very little knowledge. In our age of blogs and tweets, everyone is an expert. Sadly, most of the ideas flying around are nonsense. That's because the authors have little background knowledge. If you want to guide yourself and others, you can't do that without dedicating yourself to the acquisition of wisdom. Then you'll have earned the right to dispense true wisdom. What's the relationship between material contentment and divine inspiration? Our animalistic nature compels us to seek to amass greater and greater material fortune, even though such pursuits are illogical. Once one has sufficient resources to sustain himself and his family, there's no further need to expand his material wealth. He can devote himself entirely to spiritual pursuits. The problem, of course, is how much is enough? The only answer to that question is contentment with one's lot. Contentment allows one to focus on receiving divine inspiration, letting God guide you and help you guide others. Likewise, one must be emotionally mighty to merit divine inspiration. If every little situation in life makes you angry, upset, or impatient, you won't be able to channel the heavenly guidance. First things first, you need to reach a level where you accept that everything that happens comes from God. There's never any reason to get upset or angry because Hashem brought the circumstances into your life. Once you're able to deal with every situation with a cool and clear mind, it'll be the vehicle for insp divine inspiration to come to you. After all, just like Moshe, one must be humble. One must seek perfection in every aspect of his life, but remain utterly humble and grateful to the Almighty for giving you the opportunities to achieve such perfection of mind, body, and spirit. That was what made Moshe so incredible. Throughout his ascent to greatness, he remained the humble shepherd of God. May you become mighty, wealthy, wise, and humble, and may the Divine Presence rest upon you, wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Duff Yomi for years, or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Duff Yomi global movement, there's something in the Transformative Duff for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the duff with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe to achieving a life of simcha and purpose. Transform your life today. The Transformative Duff is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, the transformative dance.